0: And so it is that time we are on to straight talk. we welcome your questions. It's a great day uh, to be able to call on in the number numbers, eight, seven, 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 nine, five, zero, one, two, two. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, feel free to call in on the Facebook page as well, uh, or not call in, but, uh, write in on Facebook, uh, and, uh, father Steffes and I will, we'll do our best to, uh, to respond Absolutely. to your questions here today. Um, so as, as we do have this, uh, this feast day for your parish, um, Father what, Stephens, what does it what does this mean uh, for the parish? A, a, a day like this, when you get to celebrate your namesake,
1: well, it's a joyful day. Um, this evening, we have evening mass at five fifteen, and we're also kicking off the school year. We have a, a open house barbecue back to school. The schools are in great order, so people come in and visit. But we're beginning with mass here in the church. That again, we want to begin our school year with the Lord, and hopefully. Instill that in the in the children that mm-hmm. they always need Christ again yeah. every hour of every
0: day. <laughs> yep, yeah, but this time of the year in particular, you know, we have to kind of get the reminder uh, you know, that uh, you know, as we are making that transition from summer uh, into fall. Um, I admit I, I'm I'm a little a little jealous uh, uh, being pastor over at Pox Christi We don't we don't have a, a namesake uh, exactly as far as, as far as a feast day goes, um, but uh, every day you know, in Christ. That's right. Well, <laughs> well, I, I have I, I have told the parishioners a little bit. You know, as we in the, in the Easter season, when we hear Jesus in the resurrection, uh, revealing Himself to the disciples, right. saying, you know, "Peace be with you." Mm-hmm. That we don't really have a a a, pa- a, pa- or a, a feast, a patronal feast day, right. but we kind of have a pa- patronal gospel day. Right. right? Absolutely. Right. And, we, yep. and 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 there is something I think really special about celebrating that about acknowledging. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's something something special today for us in our community because we are in many ways shaped by the pa- the, the patron of the parish,
1: right? And every patron, like Saint Augustine, would only want us to move towards Christ and and find His peace, mm-hmm. Pax Christi. And mm-hmm. so you're already a step ahead without yeah. right okay. the saint. <laughs> In all
2: aspects, right, Father? Please give us a call at eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We're waiting for your calls. Please be safe about that. If you're out driving, maybe pull over and you can send that question in over the phone. Otherwise, Facebook. We can hear your shout out on the social media. Give us a give us a question for Father Steffes and Father Thompson here. They are waiting patiently and they have the knowledge. So let's let's see what we can give them.
1: Well, you're absolutely right on the patience, the knowledge, <laughs> we hope, <laughs> by the grace of God. Oh, you, you both are awesome. So I was well. just going to say about the saints, as we're talking about St. Augustine, it's often a question we get about, why do we pray to the saints? Why mm. do we go to the saints when we pray. have these patron? It's a great treasure in our church, those people that have lived this life before us. And St. Augustine is a great example. You know, he was a sinner, like all of us, mm. but that conversion, turning towards the Lord, so why not ask them to intercede for us, just like I ask you to pray for me? Why mm-hmm. not ask the person that's standing next to the Lord Himself, tug on his garment a little bit, and say, "Got to help, Father Stuffus, right. and the people there of Austin." Or
2: like Saint Monica, his mother, who, who didn't get to see the fruits of her prayer. Uh, she she was gone before he did it. You know, had his conversion and 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 really became fruitful in in, in the church. But that is an awesome. A model to follow after, too. You yep. know, we have so many people that are falling away from the church. Why not ask St. Monica or St. John Paul, or mm-hmm. you know, down the list we can go? But I mean, and there's such a great fullness in, in the in the beauty of what these uh, saints are have a, a going for them. You know, there's specific things that you can pray for to spe- specific saints. You know, right. uh, that are tied to them. Uh, so it's right. it's just a beautiful. Beautiful mm-hmm. thing that we have, and a great, great enormity in, in our church and Absolutely. in our faith tradition.
1: And that's a a key point too—that we don't always see the fruits of our labor mm-hmm. or our prayer, but we do trust in them in faith. And seeds are planted. I think Monica did see the conversion of Saint Augustine, but did not see him move into move into and, it. Maybe I priesthood I, I may, mm-hmm. and as bishop mm-hmm. and shepherd at sure. the church. But it was one of her things. She said, "I have no reason to live now." My right. My um, main prayer has been answered,
0: and that yeah. conversion. Yes. And. But I, you know, I, I mean, just the fact that we're still talking about the saints, <laughs> you know, that they didn't even know some of the fruit of what what they would be bearing. Right. They, they, they they couldn't even envision it. I mean, right. for Saint Augustine to to think that people would be reading about his life. In a half, you know, in a hemisphere that he didn't even know existed. Right. right. You know, he didn't even know that, you know, North America, South America was here, uh, and, and yet his life is still bearing witness. And so it is that there, there's the intercession and, and there's also the, that example, that witness, uh, that can drive us on. Um, and, and I think that, that St. Augustine is, is one of the, uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm cautious in saying this because I know I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's not actually true, but but he he's, he seems like one of the more real saints. Uh, you know, as, as you read through his confessions, and you just get to get a sense for all right, he was kind of lost. He right. was searching Absolutely. all over the place, and you know, we, we 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 can almost get the sense that this is something new. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know so many so many listeners mm-hmm. uh, out there have children or grandchildren that. Um, you know, have fallen away from the practice of the faith that aren't going to church anymore and and, and we, we can feel like this is a new phenomenon uh, but it, it's not No, <laughs> it was going on 1700 years ago Saint it's Augusta. the same today,
2: yesterday and in the future that's what Jesus
0: Christ is, right? <laughs> and he is the same for yeah, all of
2: us exactly. yesterday, today, yeah, and exactly. forever well, give us a call, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. I know you have those questions out there. We just need you to call in uh, to ask Father Steffes or Father Will what's going on out there in your world and what you have in your heart that you are wondering what what the answer may be for you. And we would love to answer that for you. You can also do that on Facebook and give us a shout out there. So looks like we have a question coming in shortly here, but just a little bit more on the uh, on the saints. Father, you look like you were going to say something there. Maybe I was wrong, but
0: yeah, no, I. Um, I think just reflecting back on uh, on my my faith journey, um, you know that God, you know God really worked worked in my life. And as I got into seminary and started to get a little bit more. Uh, Serious, and it, and it maybe not even serious, but just realizing the, the 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 riches that we have in the community of saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting to read more about the lives of the mm-hmm. saints, and and I have to tell you, it just it, it opened up my eyes and the possibilities of what it means to follow christ right you know that that, uh that that sometimes we have a particular image of you know there's there's one way uh there's only one way to do this and often it's a a way that seems very scary (laughs) and and it it seems to you know push us away but there but when we look at the saints there's an abundance of ways uh of following but but it's all about following christ right and it all leads us in in into christ
1: who they always lead us to and very inspiring to me just to read about the saints and their lives and some of their writings. Right. Because that just, once you open yourself to them, I believe the saints claim us. They want to help us along this journey. For sure. Well, we have Claire who's on the phone and has
2: a question for you. uh, Fathers, Uh, Claire, are you there? Yep. Yep. Go ahead with your question, Claire. Thanks for being with us.
3: Um, So my question is about, like St. Augustine, I've already heard about St. Augustine's life, and the impact that his mom had on him. But I was wondering if there's anything we know about his dad, because um, I've heard stories of, like, the different books you read, some of them have something about his dad, or that maybe he was converted, or other stories don't have him in there at all. I was wondering if, he, if there's any actual information we had about his dad.
1: No, that's a great question. I believe his dad's name was Patricius. And he did have a conversion towards the end of his life, I think actually on his deathbed. Again. Somewhat attributed. Okay. I mean always to the grace of God, but through the prayers of his wife, Saint Monica, or Monica at the time. They didn't call her Saint as she was living <laughs> on the right. earth. She was also She probably was still in her image, but <laughs> human but she it was her strong faith in giving witness to that and He was a tough man, but it was her love. And it's always love that changes hearts. And that's a good example and witness to all of us, that it's always about loving, giving that witness of Christ. And he did have a conversion before his death.
2: I do remember reading something about that, where St. Augustine was there, Mm -hmm. I believe, with his father. Yep. I, don't, I don't remember if it said that he was in the priest, if he was already ordained or not, If how close, I don't remember that part, but I do recall reading that also. Yep,
1: and I think they had a little reconciliation before yes, his passing as which well. Which I
2: think they were strained because of of what he was doing. I do recall reading that too, Claire. Right. Well, thanks so much, Claire. For, did, does that help you out a little bit? I know you talked about you know reading it in a book too. There probably isn't too much more than that.
0: I hope that helped you out there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, well, great. That helpful. Thank
0: you. Great question. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, yeah. Claire. So, and it is it is interesting because it's like we've got this whole family, mm-hmm. and 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 there and there there, there is uh, some you know, knowledge, uh, a lot of it through St. Augustine's own writing mm-hmm. uh, about the family, mm-hmm. um, you know, with his uh, his father, um, you know, converting on his deathbed, attributed to the prayers of his wife Monica, and um, and as you said, uh, Father, from the sounds of it it was a very tough marriage it was, it was not an easy marriage at all um, uh, and yet those you know those prayers you know as tough as life can be here uh, and, and sometimes we get caught up in that um, we are made for heaven we are recreated in our baptism uh, for heaven and so we want to we want to stay focused on that as well uh, but but uh, uh, Saint Augustine also had a brother you know, a, a brother who, um, uh, who, uh, who, who became a Christian, uh, in, in his life and, um, really just, just, just so, I, I, again, I, I think what we hear in that family, uh, with, with, with Saint Monica and Patricius and Saint Augustine and his brother, uh, there's just a, a realness that, you know, I would encourage people read the confessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I think it draws you into, um, not just the reality of our humanity, but the calling, you know, for us as we as we we say at mass, you know, you know Christ, Christ, who humbled Himself uh, to share in our humanity, so that we can share in His divinity. Mm, yes. Really, a great blessing.
2: Well, give us a call at eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two if you have a question. Again, on Facebook, you can give us a shout out there, and we'll get your uh, question on on the air here for you with Father Steffes and Father Thompson. Again, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We do have a person that sent one in uh, from Jamestown, and he wants to know how to respond to his. Oh, I'm sorry, they are on the line. I apologize. Hello there. Can you give us your question?
4: Yes, thank you, Father. Um, my wife and I are very close with um, Protestant friends of ours, and their uh, children are being confirmed. Uh, relatively soon, and they asked us to participate in receiving communion at their church for the confirmation. But obviously, we don't have any problems going to the service. We're actually looking forward to celebrating another Jesus moment with them. We're very close, our two families. But we're anticipating being asked why we're not willing to participate in receiving communion uh, during the service. And so I'm just looking for some counsel on how my spouse and I might best be able to navigate a difficult situation
0: yeah no that that is a, a great question and it's a, a situation um, you know whether it's going to the confirmation or just going to a service with uh, with others um, where you know sometimes we kind of get put into a little bit of a corner and like, okay, you know, if I answer this way, it's not going to, you know, go very well. If I answer that way, it's not going to go very well. Um, I mean, I, th- I think, I think you are, uh, fine as, as, um, you know, as you acknowledge about to, to attend, you know, to, to see this God moment and, um, you know, to really rejoice that they, you know, they, they want to celebrate their faith. Um, uh, you know, you know, what they believe about confirmation, what we believe about confirmation is, is different. Um, but I, but uh, simply being there, um, I don't think that there would be any any difficulty with that. Uh, but yeah, as far as receiving communion, um, you know, we we you know, we really do want to acknowledge that you know, communion. Maybe starting from a, the Catholic perspective, uh, that you know, communion is the Eucharist. It is the body and blood of Christ. It is the real presence of Christ. And so, um, there's the identification of what it is, uh, but also using the word communion you know we're talking about communion of faith uh, that there's there's this unity uh that that we share of course between catholics and lutherans we are striving towards uh full union full communion with each other uh, but but we're not quite there yet and and sometimes people will say but you know we're, we're so similar um you know you know you may you, know, you just may as well take part um we are one and in baptism already. yeah yeah there are there are some things that we do share we are one in baptism we are one in identifying the importance of the lord's supper uh, but we are not one in identifying you know what what that is uh you know and um and so i think to respectfully decline uh, to be able to say, you know, we're happy to be here. Um, you know, you know, but, but our, 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 you know, the way we view the Eucharist or, or the communion the way you view communion, uh, it's different. And, and I, I don't feel comfortable in coming forward and saying, uh, you know, I believe not only what this is, but also, you know, that, that I'm one with, with this, this communion. Um, and you know, there, there might be some, uh, uh, you know, some disappointment in that, um, but sometimes that that disappointment and having that um, that you know realness with others can help to help to say, you know what there there are still some things that are keeping us from fully being one in the faith. We are striving for that. Uh, we want that to happen, but. But we're not quite there yet. Um, And then, you know, to go back and try to focus, I think, on uh, you know the sharing and the God moment um, that uh, that 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 you are happy to be there, uh, happy to pray uh, for for your friend's child, uh, and uh, just to celebrate, um, you know, God in their life. Could
2: I? Would it be appropriate for you know that they're doing this and they're really close with this family? Would it be appropriate for them to say, you know, if you really want some more? to, like, talk to their priest and see if there's some way that the priest could maybe, you know, give some instruction on this? Or, I mean, is that maybe... I I, I don't know. I'm just offering some things, you know.
1: I mean, I think that's a possibility. I mean, I think Father Thompson answered that well. I I would say it's a teaching moment. You know, in love as friends, they've obviously invited you Mm -hmm. to this ceremony, but explain to them. It's also a a moment of evangelization, you know, the difference between the face and... That being so central, Eucharist and Communion to the Catholic faith, right. that you're respectful of them and you want to respect their faith tradition, very happy to go. But there are the lines that we don't cross.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, you know, taking it a little bit further, you, know, you, you could go to someone's bar mitzvah, uh, you know, a Jewish celebration, um, but you know, you're not fully participating because you're not, you know, one with that that community. Mm-hmm. Um, that there, there are there are some celebrations that we can take part in. So there, there is thank a lot. You, yep. th- ahead, th- Thank you, for uh, for that question here today. Hope that hope that helps you out. Thank you, father yeah. you're welcome. You God bless.
2: Well, we have another question. We have uh, Veronica from Alaska, and she wants to comment on something. Veronica, are you there? Yes. Go ahead with your question for Father Steffes and Father Thompson.
4: Hi, fathers. I'm uh, Thank you for the program. I'm listening uh, here in uh, Alaska, where there is a, um, a collision of, of, of cultures that I think is dealt with uh, as, as a model for us by Nicholas Black Elk, who is, as I'm sure you know, a, a servant of God. He was a... Uh, Lakota from Oglala on the Pine Ridge Reservation in uh, South Dakota, and he was a catechist. He did become a Catholic, and he was a catechist for over 20 years. This man represents the best of his own culture as well as becoming a Catholic he wasn't a it's not an it's not some sort of a syncretism it's it's not some sort of a merging the man found his way through this collision of cultures I think in Jesus. I think he's a real model for us and I just wanted to raise that point.
1: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I'm a little familiar with that. That cause for sainthood, and I I think that's a beautiful example where we come from different areas of life, and um, that search, the openness, it's, it's God that does that, and I think that's the unifying effect. I mean, again, I can turn to another quote of St. Augustine. He says, you know, we just have to open our hands to receive the Lord, but often there's too much in our hands that there's no room for Him. Mm-hmm. I, I think the openness of receiving and really that Searching for the grace of God in our life makes a difference. But beautiful example. Thank you for bringing that up.
0: And I think I would would just add that, um, you know, really over the last probably 35 years or so, Pope uh, Pope St. John Paul II uh, began a really concerted effort to... To look at saints. Mm Uh, you know, that's, we've, uh, I I forget exactly the, uh, the quote that I, I saw recently, but it's something like there's been more saints canonized in the, in the last 50 years than there have Mm -hmm. in, you know, the previous almost 2000 years. Um, and it's, it's not, that's not trying to say that becoming a saint is easier. It's trying to say that, you know, we need to do a better job of identifying saintliness all over the place. And, um, you know, as I've been reflecting a little bit on, uh, St. Augustine's life and how that's real for us, it's real, I think, particularly in the, in the sense of, um, what happened. Um, but we also have that great blessing of saints that, you know, look like us, that talk like us, that, uh, that lived where we lived. Mm -hmm. And that's where someone, someone likes Nicholas Black Elk, um, you know, to be able to identify his saintliness, um, that just fills us with, with hope. Um, um, I'm, I'm actually not real familiar with Nicholas Black Elk. I, I did spend a little time uh, at, at Pine Ridge on a, a mission trip when I was a teenager. But, um, uh, but I, I know that that's, that's something that we need, that hope of, you know, this person lived among us. Mm-hmm.
1: I just want to clarify that he gave himself totally to Christ Jesus. It wasn't just bringing the cultures together and trying to make this hybrid. He surrendered himself to Jesus Christ and fully entered into the Church of Christ and the life of Christ, but saw some beautiful components of his culture that were not contradictory to it. I just say that again because of St. Augustine's life that we celebrate today. In his searching, he joined, without getting into it, Manichaeism, which tried to take partial truths of different religions Mm -hmm. and blend it together. Saint Augustine found that was not the truth <laughs> and continued searching right to find the life of Christ fully.
2: Well, thanks for bringing that up, Veronica. We appreciate that. If you want to call in with 877 795 or give us a shout-out on our Facebook, we're waiting for your questions. We still have a few more moments left here with Straight Talk, so give us a call. I, You know, pointing out, with uh, I, I really have a beautiful uh, lo- longing for Archbishop Fulton Sheen, who is beatified, or is going to be beatified. And it's a process, that the church goes through. It isn't something that just, oh, we're going to throw this card out there and uh, they're a saint now. No, yeah. that's not how it works. There is there is a lot of discernment that goes into it. There's a whole courier, you know on, on what's going on with that. There's people that are looking at those things. Uh, so miracles try- miracles have to be approved and so on and so forth. Yeah, and so I'm
0: you- trying to remember all the steps. The servant of God, then blessed than saint oh, or vulnerable venerable Venerable. Uh, that, sorry that's right that's right I, I thought i was i was missing one in there yeah. um but yeah it, it is it is a, a a complex process and not only you know do they need to have you know one one identified miracle um to, you know to be considered blessed but they, you know and, and then another one to, for yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for sainthood but i mean it, they scour yeah <laughs> you know, they do you know, the individual how does that lives. come about
2: it comes about through our prayer Mm -hmm. That we're praying to that saint, and then then that's recognized through that miracle that that saint answered that prayer. So there is no sainthood without being connected, us being connected to the prayer that we're putting forth
1: through the intercession of that person to the ultimate, which is Christ. Mm -hmm. It's that whole communion of saints that Mm -hmm. those that have gone before us and live on, you know, they intercede now from heaven for us. We intercede while they're in purgatory and, and all that—that that we journeyed together to Christ mm-hmm. um, at a point, and I just—I just lost it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back, come yeah, back. We do
2: have another question coming in, and I think we're getting pretty close to the end here. But God, you know, the saints are just a, a beautiful part of our tra- tradition, and and uh, uh, we're going to be going to Alice here from Bismarck. Alice, are you there?
3: Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. What's it's your my, question? Fall under might fall under Christian trivia. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I was doing the Scriptural Rosary and <clears throat> uh, st- uh, sorrowful Mysteries. Um, standing under the cross was Mary, the mother of Jesus, and then there's her uh, her sister Mary, the wife of Pophus, and then there's Mary Magdalene. And then further on, um uh when they closed the tomb, Joseph of Arimathea, um there's Mary Magdalene again, and then there's Mary, the mother of Joseph. <laughs> and I just wondered um if maybe it's significant that all the Mary, you know, all the women under the cross were Mary. <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> Or was it just a really common name, or maybe it's significant that the Blessed Mother, who was perfect, just had this really common name? You know, I just wondered if.
0: And there was I, 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 I think to it. I think that that is that is part of it. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, I haven't done any name studies uh, uh, from uh, the the, the Middle East two thousand years ago, but just looking at. The, the Gospels, you know, the name Mary does come up, uh, quite often. And, um, you know, as, as you were asking, I was just looking up, uh, it is one of the, one of the pleasures of, of having, having smartphones. You can look things up very quickly and, uh, looking up the, the, the name Mary and, uh, there, there's a couple of meanings, uh, to the name and, and some probably don't fit in real well. Um, you know, as we look at, uh, you know, the, the name Mary can mean sea of bitterness or sea of sorrow. Um, and that that certainly fits in with mary as the mother of sorrows uh that's uh, that her love for her son was was so deep that she experienced in a very powerful way uh the pain and suffering uh, that her son experienced but uh but mary uh also means wished for child and um and I and I think that that's that that probably uh, is a little bit more of the the, the meaning uh, assigned uh, to to the Marys in in the Gospels you know, that uh, this is a wished for child from you know from mm. the parents' perspective, um, uh, probably probably a little bit of happenstance that uh, there are so many Marys. But I think you know, in reflecting on it, we can also see that you know, Mary, mother of the God, uh, Mary, mother mother of God, is someone to be imitated and. So even even sometimes in the name, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's that um, you know that communing with Mary and desiring uh, to to follow in her footsteps of being open to the will of God uh, and and being um, you know and, and uniting herself to God's will. Yep.
1: Names were very significant um, that people were named after somebody else within their family. If you remember the story of um, Zechariah, and he said his name will be John, and they said, well. There's, who's John? There's no John in the line, and so the significance of being named after someone—we have that somewhat in our culture that still carries on. You know, uh, we name after an uncle or an aunt, or mm-hmm. you know, that was grandmother's name, and often we put that in the second name. Um, but it's that tradition of the significance, the respect of somebody in our lives, in our family, in that lineage, in the culture.
4: Well, Thank I
1: hope
3: you that very it, much. I mean, yes. Thanks,
0: we know Say she Alice. has titles that nobody else has. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, you know, Mary, Mary certainly is held up you know, as the exemplar. Uh, you know, Vatican II called her the exemplar of the Church, that perfect example of, uh, of being a Christian, being a disciple of Christ, uh, being a follower of God's right. will. Uh, and, and someone for us to continue to, to uh, pray for, through her intercession. Uh, you know, As you were praying with the rosary, uh, we, we have that um, you know, as a specific prayer yeah you know, to meditate on Mary's life uh, as well as the life of Christ yeah.
2: yeah you could get into a lot more you know with co redemptics you know uh, that's a that's a long long thing to get into but i mean she is i mean without mary there would be no christ so without her yes her magnific- magnificat there would be no christ no no help from for us to even be there so uh mary is a very important and i think it's a great thing for that you break up so thank you for the straight talk fathers and for all everything going on today and answering those